So what's up, oh. HVAC crew? Uh, Dennis and I are discussing the logistics of service calls in the mountains. Those are always fun. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's been a heck of a couple of weeks. Uh, dropped a new episode this morning. Got a lot of good downloads. I appreciate you guys listening. Please keep doing so. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Laugh at our stupid stuff and banter back and forth with us and tell us what else you want to hear on the show so uh yeah you're gonna you guys are gonna make me download facebook again so i can start putting stuff yes let's put (laughs) dennis back down that rabbit hole (laughs) speaking of which roll that beautiful intro music yeah come on Welcome back, HVAC crew. As Ryden was saying, we got we got a lot going on. We were talking about some. Uh, we're gonna call it. I'm looking at the notes here. Ryden's gonna call it Mini Hell Week. <laughs> so uh, we, <laughs> it's been Mini Split Week apparently. Um, all kinds of stuff to talk about there. Um, we're gonna do a service call tonight as well live on Ryden's chair yes god that thing squeaks like hell <laughs> it drives me crazy and we and we can we may even spray the keyboard while we're spraying this chair hey, i replaced the keyboard okay the know, keyboard is better <laughs> keyboard's much better we're getting there uh i attempted the new mic mount today but uh i failed at my one job this evening sorry dennis yep Called Ryan at eight, so we're gonna go on there like nine nine thirty. Get that mount on there. Two minutes ago, he's like, "It ain't gonna work." <laughs> so, shit. I exhausted every resource without involving a trip to the woodshed. Yeah, we gotta. I gotta make him something to. So these these boom arms are like they clamp onto the desk and that ikea desk you got ain't got nothing to clamp anything yeah, to. Yeah, there's like. not a damn corner of this thing you can hook anything to so I, I i've got like a little like three quarter three quarter lip and it's barely hanging on yeah we can make like an angle bracket and then i can countersink bolts or something on the inside and mount it and then ain't going nowhere that way the drawer can still shut so what have you gotten into this week? It's only, uh, it feels like Friday. <laughs> it feels like Friday. I've already put 400 miles in my car in two days. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, of course, last was... week is in this show, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. We got last week, and when was the last time we recorded? A week ago or two weeks ago? I don't know. 
It's never enough. Never enough. Right. Oh. Cheers to all my hitchhiking friends out there. Oh, it's another hitchhiker. Man, you are hooked on those. Dude, I can't help it. It's just, it just goes down smooth. So I went to a Mexican. You had me. You got me on the Modelo kick. I went to a Mexican restaurant Sunday. Ordered a Dos Equis Amber, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's good and they too. said they didn't have any of it. That's like Chick-fil-A not having any chicken nuggets. Well, how do you rough. not have? Yeah, no Dos Equis. So I got the old 32-ounce hitchhiker. Nice. <laughs> I forgot how big that beer was, that 32, when it comes out. My daughter's my daughter's 10, and she said, you're going to drink all of that? You're like, no, I'm going to drink two. Yes, I'm going to drink two. Right. <laughs> I'm going to drink two of them. Uh, <laughs> and just eat chips and salsa. I'll be good. Yes. that's. I forgot how full, man. You can't eat a whole lot of food and drink those 32s. No. God, not sitting there. It, no, no, you. Can't, it just puddles up down there. <laughs> like you, you get halfway through it, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm good." And you get another quarter of the way, you're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, I, I used to sure. knock out a couple of them. <laughs> I, man, I can't do it. Me and one of my roommates in school used to go kill those things. I think it was our was it our spring semester, junior year of college, maybe, and there was a. Mexican restaurant right there in town that had a lunch buffet. Ooh. That was dangerous. I mean, seriously, with beer, chips, and salsa, and I could literally be good. I don't know how long it'll hang in there with you, but you're pretty full. Oh, yeah. All right, so I am drinking the old Riesling again because nice. I still have some in the little mini fridge down here. Tracy's going to wonder where all her wine went. And tell her to find out if she left it at the nail bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they didn't even get their nails done, by the way. <laughs> they just went there and drank. Yes. Yeah, my wife said she was going to get her nails done tonight. I said, that's fine. She never does anything like that with a friend. So I was like, all right, go ahead. And uh, she sends me a picture from a Mexican restaurant with this massive drink in a fish bowl it wasn't a margarita i don't know what it was but i was like wow that's a sweet looking nail place you got there she's like yeah they were booked up so we just went here didn't even get her nails done so she'll probably paint them herself again kristen used to do like her nails all the time and then she when we moved to greenville we were so freaking broke she stopped doing it because she wasn't working she was trying to get trying to work through school and honestly she just yeah i always thought it was i always thought it was like 20 bucks but apparently it's 40 60 you know yeah it's it's not cheap and it's (laughs) it it wasn't cheap then it sure as hell ain't cheap now now i'll i'll send her to get a pedicure every now and then to just to do something nice well our anniversary was yesterday so she never answered me when i said happy thanksgiving to her she's probably like who is this weirdo texting me happy thanksgiving no anniversary did i say thanksgiving yeah you said thanksgiving really <laughs> so writing's cut off already 
Oh, them hitchhikers <laughs> will get on you. <laughs> yeah, you said Thanksgiving. Yes. Am I going to have to pull the tape back up here? All right, so stocks are just randomly on fire. Uh, I'm if anybody bought what we said we had a couple yeah. weeks ago, you'd be in pretty good shape. Yeah, no joke. The Blackberry is crushing it. I'm still down. I'm glad I averaged down a little bit on that last week, but I'm still in the red on it. But hell no. I went up 500 bucks in two days on Blackberry. I went up, let's see. Blackberry, I went up about 300. I don't know how many, I don't know how many shares you have. Um, up to 300. All right, so I got a buck 50 right now. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I threw a bunch of money in it when it was supposed to be the, the new wall, you know, meme mm-hmm. stock. Yeah, me too. And then God, it just took a shit. And now what? it's uh, it's actually moving now on good info, not necessarily meme stuff. Yeah, but. what's your average cost right now? Um, let me see, thirteen. Okay, so I'm right down. I'm thirteen, fourteen is my average cost. Cause I mean, I'm still down because yeah. it's eleven fifty, but I'm saying I went up. I'm moving up. Yeah, I'm down two fifty to break even. And then the uh, the DraftKings notice continues to pump. Oh, Golden Nugget online gaming. Oh yeah. Oh, G Nug is up to twenty dollars and twenty one cents. So I'm up almost two fifty a share now. Yeah, you're killing AMC too. And AMZ took off again today. Like I said my average cost on that is still twelve seventy five. So God, it went up forty six dollars. Yeah. So I mean, I'm up overall. I'm up fifty five hundred, roughly. Yeah, that's a I good. Down, the headache at the same time. I'm in that same boat again. Like, is it gonna keep squeezing, or do I need to just dump this bad boy where it's at and buy it back at thirty again? I see, I see. Here's the thing with those meme stocks. I'm always scared to buy back in. Yeah. Because when it when the hype is gone, it's gone. I mean... Well, I think a lot of... I think... I don't really know what's driving it today other than my guess is the FDA announcing the Pfizer vaccine is launching everything that people do publicly because they're thinking, oh, everyone's going to get vaxxed. We can all go to the movies now. Yay. Yeah. That's I mean, my guess. They say it's still strong on Wall Street bets, though. Those guys get a hold of it, man. Which they, it, uh, Blackberry was on their radar pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought, I, I threw a couple hundred bucks at Dogecoin at 28 cents. Just, you know, because I haven't traded anything in so long, I needed something. Everything, I've just been sitting there watching it. I was you really got to have patience, man. You really got to have patience. That was why I bought that a little bit last week. I need to play DraftKings instead of the stock market for my gambling addiction. Don't stock worry. Stock market's not Good really... God, have you seen what, of all things, have you seen what freaking Lululemon is a share now? Oh, God. Jesus. I, I had it. 
Well, dude, you and I, I was day trading it when it was 300 bucks a share. It's 405 now. I swear we were, yeah, we might have been in the twos. Damn, women in the. Let's see, you can't get enough shares, man. It's no. Like, I got five shares, two grand. Jesus. Right. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll... <laughs> I like how, uh, I see Pfizer opened at 49.75. Their high is 50. And then they went down a buck fifty-five today. <laughs> so go EV, which is canoe. It's seven dollars and forty-three cents. Now there's talk that they are, and this is an electric car company at, based out of California. There's talk that they are going to partner with Apple. Um, this has come around already before. And I guess it's up and up and about again. So it's a massive EV company for seven dollars and forty three cents. I I mean, I've got two hundred and fifty shares. I think it eventually. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow, but if they partner with somebody like Apple, that thing's going to go to fifty, sixty bucks. Oh yeah. I got my kids in it. My kids have got their little. Kylie threw a hundred bucks of her you know, piggy bank money in it. And Corey's got like 500 bucks in it. <laughs> I mean, I could turn around and give them that, you know, in 10 years. Who knows what the hell it'll be worth. Yeah, no joke. I wish my dad would have did that, you know. Mine too. So I had a hey. conversation with old mama Jess today and, you know, she was talking about how you know, my parents are 80 and 75 and mom was like, you know, I wish I had had a financial advisor that would have taught me better things to do. But she's like, you know, I just, you know, the way I was raised was you work till you die and you hope you had a little bit of insurance to help put you in the ground. And that was it. Yeah. I mean, that's how they were raised. They didn't. That's think, my parents. Same thing think beyond that. Yeah. You know, now I'm trying to figure out at 35 to make sure I don't make those same mistakes now. And I'm wishing I'd started 10 years ago trying to figure it out better than I did. Yeah, but I also know people that have got a financial advisor and have had one, you know, for most of their life. And uh, mm -hmm. we, you know, life's short. Yep. And when you got a financial advisor, it's you can't do that. You can't do this. You can't have that. It's all saving for the end. Yep. And the end could be tomorrow. Yep. So I'm that guy. I have to look at it from two different angles there. I can't. <clears throat> I don't want to turn around when I'm 55 and not have anything. Yep. But which is my to. parents. Yep. <laughs> but, but I don't want to turn around at 55 and be like, well, we didn't do anything either. We didn't do anything. Right. We, guess what? We're out of debt. Yay. Um, you know, that we were talking about that the other day, me and you, it's like, it's, that's a hard, you got to find a middle there somewhere. Yeah. And you can't take it with you. Then you can't take it with you. Yeah. We know a guy that's got a pretty good little nest egg. Him and his wife, they got no kids. Their, his brother has no kids. Her, she has no brothers or sisters. And 
they got all this money and they just they've saved their whole life and they haven't done anything and they're all they're they're saving for this grand retirement and they're shit they're 55 now like let's get it rolling yeah let's start doing i mean what do you do? let's start blowing it i mean that's where i'm at let's i mean while you're healthy and you can do it you got to do it that money will literally go to the state like where the hell is it gonna go yeah ain't she adopt me that's what he needs to do i'll be his kid dad used to say to uh <laughs> dad used to say that to mr mctaggart in the highlands he was uh see his i think his brother was the the earl of kent in scotland i think i told this story before but i can't remember oh but, yeah so anyway he was the he was like the second or third brother so he had you know all the family money all the family advantages zero responsibility as long as he spent i think like six months out of the year in scotland he could do whatever the heck else he wanted oh wow so he would spend he had this huge house in the highlands um and it had this like big underground massive water tank that circulated hot water through this bank of solar panels to the roof that preheated the water for the house and that's how it heated the house it was nuts so it took somebody like Cajun Joe to have to figure out how to work this thing yeah what but I mean the tank under the house was I mean like the size of two freaking cars it was huge right like it was built into the bedrock under the house and the house built over it that's and sweet dad kept trying to get him to to adopt him <laughs> and like he would he'd like, only spend he'd only spend like six no he'd only spend about three months out of the year i think in highlands the other three months he'd spend at the family's hotel in nassau and then the rest he's been in scotland and man, when, i'd love to go to scotland i gotta do a golf trip over there no joke i think they probably i think they actually owned a course or two on top of that from everything I so read the cheapest the cheapest was like 10 guy golf trip we were trying actually no it was like six guys um we almost had it pinned down and a few of us couldn't come up with enough money but it was seven grand a person right but that was like four days with a guide so you got to have a guide that drives you around yep to the bars and he's i mean he's your guide for everything but he drives the van takes you to all the bars gives you the history you play like two or three courses um i mean when you that's that's flight that's every you know what i mean it's yeah it sounds like a lot of money but it's literally a bucket list one time we didn't get to do it but uh i don't think just you know going over there with one or two guys is the same experience trying to squeeze you know plus the 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 time you got to go over there to play i mean you got to hit a window man it's small or it yeah, is no. shitty shitty weather <laughs> i mean which is part of it you know playing golf over there is if it's if it's not 30 mile an hour wind and raining then it's just not golf apparently but i'm kind of out on that 
I'm trying to remember who <laughs> who Kristen and I were watching the other night that was doing a a comedy bit, like just trying to think about how uh, Scotts came up with golf. And they're like, "Oh, I've seen oh, we'll that. do it." They're like, "Oh, we'll do it like croquet." He's like, "No, nah, f that. I'll put the hole 300 yards that way." Yeah. Well, how do we get it there? Like, oh, we're not using a mallet. You're going to use this little wooden stick. (laughs) Right. What's that? I've seen that bit. We'll call it golf. (laughs) I think think it's Dunham. I think it's Jeff Dunham. It is Dunham. (laughs) I freaking lost it. Because all I could do is I was sitting here imagining you in like a Scottish getup. Like doing the history of golf sketch yeah he said they all get hammered <laughs> and just <laughs> come up with that <laughs> we'll just chase after it oh god my dad you know i grew up playing baseball most mm-hmm. of us did seem like but my dad's like i can hit like an 80 mile an hour slider but i cannot hit that damn golf ball it's just <laughs> laying there it's just laying there looking at me he said, why can I not hit that thing? <laughs> uh, he said, I'll take a, you know, a high fastball, whatever. <laughs> I, I cannot hit that damn golf ball. He loves it, though. It's one of those games you hit one good shot. You know, you spend 70 bucks and you go out there and you're pissed the whole time. You, you hit one good shot and you're like, shit, I got this, man. I'm coming back next week. <laughs> Oh, Ryan's got a sound like a Mustang rolling through. Actually, I think it was. There's a guy that's got a pretty beefed up five O that lives in our neighborhood. His garage is right next to uh, Medusa's. No. So you've got EGIA plug in here. Are we are we dropping a plug? Or are you gonna commercial throw a plug time? Out there? Bing. No. Commercial. T- <laughs> I'm dropping it right there. Pre-recorded. Thanks. I have got to make that. What's up, HVAC crew? Dennis here from HVAC R&D to talk to you a little bit about the ultimate educational experience for the contractor. As you know, I'm on the training side of this industry, and I can't stress it enough that you can't miss this event. As you know, we partnered with EGIA Contracting University to support them on this highly anticipated event. Epic 2021 will take place at Paris Las Vegas on the iconic Las Vegas Strip October 28th and the 29th. It will feature celebrity keynote presenters like Damon John, John Taffer, and those passing zone guys. Breakout sessions delivered by legendary industry experts, access to the best in class product and service providers, dynamic networking opportunities, and an unforgettable evening party at the top of the Paris Las Vegas. And of course, me and Ryan are going to hook you up with $50 off when you go to rd50 at epic2021.com. That's rd50 at epic2021.com. And we hope to see you out there. Yeah, come on. We still may try to sneak out there. I know. That's what the commercial says anyway. Yes. We're going to do our best. But we need you guys to go too so that we have a reason to want to go out there. That's right. 
Now, for all of you, yeah, it's like for all of you that live on the East Coast, we can do a different meetup. We don't have to go to Vegas for that. We can do something here. We can go. We can go to Cherokee. There's a casino there. That's right. Good idea. <laughs> so I wanted to jump on real quick to Podbean. I feel like we should always go on here and talk about real quick where because we get these analytics that talk about where people where people are listening from. Um, I'm going to pull mine up so that I can see the screen and then you log back in. Let's see. Oh, that's right. We can't log we in can't, together. We can't look at the same time. That's kind of janky. Well, we got one login. All right. See if you log in and hopefully it won't kick me out. I'm looking at the USA. But we do have a few from... Canada and Australia and the United Kingdom. So the U.S., it looks like California is in the lead. Hey, I'm North, North CAC's coming back. We were North Carolina. We were down a little bit. Come on and raise up, everybody. That's right. Hey, I, I say that. I've got a video of uh, Kristen at the concert this weekend spinning her freaking shirt over her head to that stupid song playing before Jason Aldean. Like a helicopter. Oh yeah, that was a man, that was a that song gets you fired up. Dude, that whole show got me fired up. Well yeah, live music, man. It's uh That's a dangerous we don't even thing. Know what that's like. Live music is a dangerous thing for me because it just it, it makes that itch that much worse. So Corey, my son Corey I always have to say that because I just throw his name out there. Some people just started listening, but so he's into the nineties like that. He's just adopted that his, his style of music. He likes, he told me, he said, how was uh Woodstock 99? I said, well, Corey, I didn't get to go to that, but it was nuts. Um, Dude, a bunch of that's that on YouTube. Yeah, so he's watched a ton of it. He's like, man, the riots and the burning and the, because when that was so that was the start of the new rock era. Yeah, the two thousands, you know, like. Um, but Limp Biscuit came out and did break stuff. And the place, and goes he said nuts. the place just goes berserk. He said, he said, I feel like I wanted go to something like that because we watched um this year we watched if anybody watched uh Lollapalooza Limp Biscuit come out Fred Durst had like we thought it was a mullet or uh not a mullet we thought it was a wig but he's got like a full head of gray hair literally he looks it looked like a fake old man costume or something it was bizarre but he's in his 50s. Like, I mean, it's what it is. But, uh... I was going to say, speaking of sad, like, I hate to throw out uh, bad vibes, but there has been some, some sad news in the music world here lately. I know uh, a couple weeks ago, ZZ Top's bassist passed away. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. But, and if... Have, did you ever watch their... Or have you watched their Netflix documentary? ZZ Top. Yeah, no, I've seen the Motley Crue <clears throat> one. 
ZZ Tops is really interesting too because one of the things that I didn't realize was they were the longest standing original lineup in rock and roll history. So like every day until one of them unfortunately just passed away, like every day it was a new record for how long a band had been together. Wow. And then, um, you know, Dusty didn't want them to not play. So I think within like two or three days, they went right back out on tour. And the guy that had been his bass tech forever is now standing in playing bass with them. I think it was their shows. You never know. Um, and then I saw that the Rolling Stones drummer passed away today at 80. Jeez, 80. I, you wouldn't think those any of those guys would live that long. Dude, I don't that. think Keith Richards will ever die. I don't know. I think he's pickled. I feel like him and like, uh, like Nikki Six will kickstart my heart. I feel like those guys are never going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 80 and a lot of them are still touring I know I mean the Stones are still touring (laughs) and then I think Motley Crue is going back oh Motley Crue I thought I thought poor I think Nick their guitarist I thought he was to the point where he just wasn't even going to be able to move anymore because he was in so much pain well you can fix you know there's stuff for the pain (laughs) yeah those guys lived a hard life man when they were cranked up hmm. you should hear Tommy Lee on um, I think him and his his most recent wife um, they were interviewed on uh, Tom Segura and his wife's podcast like a year ago maybe I remember watching this but <laughs> they had a yeah. whole segment about talking to Tommy Lee about they're like alright so you've done everything what's the best <laughs> oh yeah they've went through it all God. all right so see virginia's Manny's... third i'm gonna say virginia's third oh <laughs> yeah virginia's third yeah we get we're rat hole wormhole yeah. rabbit yeah. hole and then illinois and texas california crushing it california yeah, I mean, I don't know how it says. What does it say? Sixty-five downloads. Now is this the last know. week? I can't. Yeah, I don't know what they. If I change yeah, it, I, I can't know. see anything now. But I think this is the last week, maybe. Right? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Nevada. Nevada's after those. They're twenty-five. Sixteen. I mean, South Carolina. 13% of the downloads are California. Yeah. North Carolina's coming in there hot. Yeah, Pennsylvania and Nevada are the, the ones after Texas, it looks like. Sweet. And South Carolina. All right, South Carolina folks. That's right. That's right. That's where I'm at. Uh, nope, nobody in Puerto Rico. Sorry. Dang. God, I don't, I don't even want to think about what shortage headaches it is out there. Guys, yeah, man, this is. I know, there's there's days you get 
guys get frustrated over five-day lead time for parts right now here. I don't even want to know what lead time is for a part out there. Uh, they're probably just kind of used to it. I know I was talking to one of our bosses today, and he's like, September, October, I'm telling you, is going to be worse. We're still just getting lucky. Equipment's trickling in here and there, but it's so hot still. We're just going to plow right through what we get. Oh, well, and that it is, man. Outdoor units are not shipping. No. They are not shipping. And I think... I think a lot of it is materials for coils, obviously. I think condenser coils are, are lagging way behind, just like EVAP coils are. But I'm yeah. starting to wonder if um, Copeland and some of the compressor manufacturers are starting to have issues, too. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You know, whatever brand you deal with, every part on that unit is not made by that brand. No, some of it is. There's some of it very isn't. few parts. Yeah, I mean, you know, our boards, a lot of our boards are made by, um, you know, White Rogers, or we might have a Honeywell gas valve or a yep. White Rogers gas valve. And if they have issues, you can't complete that unit. You can't just, you know, run That's down it. the lows, throw some shit on there. I mean, well, I mean, just like us, you know, we've got a hundred different vendors for 300 different items they're in the same boat it's just right. it's just different vendor different item but it's the same type of headache no matter what you do i wonder if manufacturing some of these manufacturers will change how they do things after when it's all said and done just making adjustments who knows I, i've you know, there's a guy that that because they're losing sales like crazy. Oh yeah, they are. Because because one vendor the, can't get them a you know a contactor yeah. or whatever a but pan. It, but at the same time, they're not losing sales at all because literally every single thing they're getting out is gone before it's even out. So that's true. You know, they're in. I hate to say it, but of all the people, they're kind of in the best position. Yeah, they gotta have what <laughs> they know? got. So, um, and then you know we've got we sit here in the middle, and we've got manufacturer mad because we're you know they don't like how we do or don't order, and then we've got contractor that's upset because we can't get what they need because we're waiting on it to come from said other people. I mean, right. we just get hammered from both sides all day, and I mean it's literally it, it's turned into. All right, what's today's problem? All right. Well, that one's figured <laughs> out, kind of. See you in the morning. What are we doing next? Uh, yep. You know, that was... Headed, headed to the beer store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play this live. So this is... We're going to get into some service calls here. But I'll have to drop this in, too, but... This is a voicemail. You know, I like to do, we may have to do another segment where I go through my voicemails, but we should. this is probably one of the vet best voicemails I've had of the week. It's pretty good. Hey, D. I'm headed towards the beer store, so that means one thing. And it works. 
I appreciate your help, man. Have a good evening. Yes. Uh, headed the, to the beer store. Those are the best phone calls. Those are always the best phone calls when you know you help somebody. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of that, mini split week. Yeesh. I feel like I've had, if, if it can go wrong with a mini split, it happened this week. Um, so, here's the thing with mini splits, right? As a distributor, you bring in a brand. It could be any brand, whatever. You bring it in, right? As the tech guy there, I got to learn whatever we bring in. Um, my All my in-the-field work that I did was with uh, Fujitsu because um, I, I was a rude dealer, and they had Fujitsu, and they're kind of hand-in-hand. So we put that in, and, you know, if you put them in right, most of the time they just kind of run, and I think that's what hurts us from being good at working on them, right? We're constantly going to a service call on a split system or a package unit, but you don't work on mini splits all day, right? It just, it don't happen. So it's not that the technology is over people's head. It's just that we don't work on them every day. Um, And as a tech guy, I don't take tech calls on them day in, day out. Um, I might get one a month or I get 25 in a week, like this week. (laughs) So, um, we've had literally this week, we've had, you know, we got one guy that he called me cause they, you know, you try to call tech support and here's the deal. These, these companies, they might have six guys that run their tech side. And of course it's not our problem, but they have six guys that run their tech side for the country or something nuts like that. Yeah. It's you know, they can't have a hundred tech. I mean, just sitting there waiting on the phone to ring. Um, they might have the Southeast, you know, a guy that covers the whole Southeast or whatever. I've met guys at these conferences that have 30 stores that do my job and has 30 branches that he does tech support for. And he says like, in the summer, his phone, it just sounds like one continuous ring from eight to five. Like it just doesn't stop. Um, and that that's that's tough, man, to try to make that's why I'm kind of glad what I've got, I can kind of be personal, you know, personable with these guys. But anyway, you, you call, you know, you gotta call, you leave a message, and it doesn't matter what brand you call, you leave a message and they call you back because it generates a case number a case number and it's all recorded um it's like a zendesk they call it or something like that and it keeps everything on file and uh so there's no he said she said but and i'm cool with that but you know we've had some guys have trouble getting called back and so they call me i'm kind of like first line of defense um we've had one this week that water's just running out of the middle of it right just a standard head um is it leaking somewhere on the corner is it you know they only drain out one side or the other um is it cracked back there and water's running to the middle and it you know hitting the low spot 
the problem is whenever I get to where I can call these guys back or, or, or the service, you know, desk, it's, they're not there. Yeah. Cause, cause you can't, you can't sit there and wait all day. That's the no, thing you I put mean. in a phone call, man, and time is money and you know, we should be better at, but I mean, how long are you supposed to sit there? Exactly. I mean, so then there's that, um, you know, did you check this? Did you check that? No. Well, I can go back. I mean, how many times can you go back? Did you get pictures? Did you, you know, I had that one guy with the leak. I said, he goes, I mean, he took it all apart and checked it and he poured water and it was running out the front. And I said, well, is it cracked in the back? Well, I mean, he didn't take the whole thing apart and look. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? So then you're like, still nobody's on the job and it's just kind of, um, but the best is, uh, you know, Ryan's dad, he's got one in BFE mountains. <laughs> yeah. It's 45 minute drive to get there and there's no cell phone service or any type of service I or think. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Anything. Nothing. Yeah. Homeowner doesn't have Wi-Fi cause it's so no running water. <laughs> So stretch you know, it a little bit, but close. <laughs> the tank. Hand, they hand pump it so that it up into a tank and they turn it. <laughs> right. So the tech, we got to get him. Man, I feel like we got to have him on the show. I know. He's uh, a sight. He would be a trip. So he calls me when he gets back, you know, to civilization and tells me everything it's doing. I mean, he's doing his best to try to track and record everything. It's, you know, one head is, it's a three head system. One head is overcooling the room by a long shot, right? So it just won't shut off. And the other one just can't keep up. So, and we go over the charge. The charge is weighed in, you know, you got to make sure it's all weighed in. Good to go. Line set's not too long. No codes, by the way. There's never a code. Um, so the only thing them things know when to shut on and shut off is a thermistor, right? You got an ambient temperature in the room and you got a cold thermistor and, um, so ordered him up a couple of sets of thermistors, you know, free and warranty. They shipped them right to him, put them on, didn't change a thing. <laughs> so back to square one, um, I mean, we're literally just hunting in the dark here. Uh, can't call me when he's on the job. He can't call, you know, the manufacturer, tech support, nothing. So I think we're just going to throw some more parts at it. I mean. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of people that do that in this world and they continue to get lucky <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I mean, you I know, hate the, to. Uh, the better lucky than good thing here lately is worked in a few cases <laughs> but <laughs> well and i've called the tech support line and told them what we had going on and they're like yeah we'd be happy to help that guy just get him to call us when he gets there and i said well about that he he can't and they don't know what to think about us no they're, they're, we're like we're like he ain't got no service man they're like i know you got wi-fi you knew wi-fi calling like no i don't think you're understanding what we're telling you it's here like, i don't think you've uh 
you've looked at the topography of uh, that geographical location. So, the one I had today with the beer, uh, my buddy headed to the beer store there. Uh, he went on one, and this one he did not put in. This was a Gree um, single head unit, standard, like a 12,000 BTU. And he was getting an H5 code, which is, uh, man, when you read these codes, so here's the other thing with mini splits. None of them are made in the United States. Everything in the manuals has has to be translated over from Chinese. Like, not being funny. So, all the measurements and everything, and I, I, I find so many typos in these books, and they also don't call anything what we call things, right? So, you read what this code says, you're like... So, so I read the code to him. I looked it up for him. He said, was that Swahili? <laughs> no, it was English. <laughs> he said, what the hell did you just say? I was like, you know, it, it, it's the EIM module, module protection. Yada. I mean, it goes into some shit. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I read it four times and we still didn't get it. And I was like, look, it's a, it's basically a thermal protection for the compressor. So these compressors have a, it literally looks like a rollout switch on a furnace. It's just a disc takes a temp and when the compressor gets too hot, it pops that disc and opens a circuit and says, Hey, we can't come on. Right. So the blower will run, but no compressor now. If that little sensor's bad, it ain't going to come on. So I said, man, can you get in there? So he calls me back in an hour and he says, who builds these things? I cannot get my hands in there. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Ryden's typing something on our notes here. <laughs> yep. Gets... <laughs> There's you get there's you a new lyric, Dennis. Oh geez. So I said you gotta ohm it out to see if the switch is open. It's literally like a, a thermal disc, you know, like a rollout or a or a limit switch on a furnace. Um he's I can't get my hands in there. <laughs> he said, Who builds these things? And I I told him, but I can't say it on the show. Um but they got little hands. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> got small hands. He said, I cannot even get anything. Dude, he said, I can't get to it. I said, you got to. He's like, can I just, I said, I'll tell you what, just cut the wires and wire nut them together. He did that. The code went away. It fires up. Now, did we fix it? No. Right. But. A little, uh, little old school troubleshooting there. So the disc is tripping. Now, is the compressor literally getting too hot? Uh, that's on him. You got to, you know, we need to get a, we need to order that sensor and put it in there. Yes, but um, apparently he's going to the beer store, so uh, he's not going to go back. <laughs> he's done with that job. Um. 
So what what else what other mini splits did we have this week? I'm trying to remember. Did you ever, well did you ever talk about the one where they didn't fix the outside air stuff, so that's what was th- was throwing it off where they came through the wall? I think I did. Did you talk about that? Okay. Uh, I think that's been the most of it because then the yeah, I mean, headache that... has been just freaking just nagging things here and there. It's like this coil or that coil. And, uh, really? Seriously? I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's the other problem is, is you know, when you got a new unit that's got an issue and then the parts aren't available. Um, but that's that's just manufacturing right now, man. I don't. It is. None of us really know how to deal with it because we haven't ever had this problem. Well, and, you so know, we're, like we're I said, just thinking off the hip. Well, like I said, you know, the reason I put, and we were talking earlier about it feeling like Friday already, because um, I put 400 miles in the car in two days. But I, I drove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I drove to our manufacturer's parts distribution is in Randall, North Carolina, which. I had to call in some favors with a parts rep to get them to <laughs> even agree oh, yeah. to, to let me even get something because used to before COVID hit, you know, that place is fully staffed. They could do will call pickup. They could do anything. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, I posted a, I posted a picture on our Facebook page earlier today before we got on here. And it's just, I mean, there's, there's not even, I mean, there's no people there, man. I mean, they just don't have the employees either. And I mean, we keep, you know, yeah, we're looking, that's, at, uh, looking at that's lead time on parts. And, you know, I remember I've been in that place a couple different times over the last 10 years. And man, when you're in there, you better watch where you're going or some grandma driving a pallet jack around loading up with parts <laughs> will run your ass over in a heartbeat. It's like, meep, meep, meep. I mean, everywhere. And I mean, yeah, I don't know what's I up with employment right now. I mean, dude, when Jobs. I was there, I didn't, I didn't even hear a freaking, I didn't hear a single forklift beat the entire time I was there. That place is huge. And yeah, mean, it, it just, looks big in the picture. I, I mean, haven't been just, there yet. Yeah, it just tells you. I mean, I think there's like 98 or 100 truck bays on the backside. Oof. I mean, it just, a lot. Phew. That's a lot, but it's just, it's insane how big that place is, and just the middle of nowhere. But you know they're having they're having staffing issues like everybody else. Till till we quit, uh, well, till certain people quit giving all their money away. Yeah, people ain't going back to work. So my last uh, job site situation I got, and it is still running this package unit i don't know if i did talk about it oh yeah yeah because all the thermostats we were looking at those this morning yeah this thing is and we don't know if it's in the package unit yet um the thermostat will just it's just a gas pack the thermostat will just it won't short out completely but it just kind of locks up and everything on the screen just kind of lights up and then 30 minutes later, it just kind of resets itself. It literally just freezes up like it's over amping inside it. 
So I ordered a data logger, a subco D DCVC, I think is what it is. Oh, um, you were talking about that, but I didn't know if you got it or not. Nice. Yeah, it's supposed to come Thursday. So I can, um, I'm going to put an amp clamp on the red wire going to the stat because we don't have a common. We've unhooked that. It's running on batteries. Not to mention, the batteries will die in a week. That's crazy. There's a lot. It, it's funky, man. I don't know what's... So I'm going to put an amp clamp on the red wire. And then I'm going to put the voltage. So this, this data logger, you can monitor amperage and voltage. So I'm going to put the alligator clips on the bottom of the contactor. So I'll monitor in, incoming voltage and amp draw to the stat. And I can set, I think I can set it to check every second. You can, well, you can spread that out as what you want, but yeah, you only have so much memory, right? So you got to be careful. You can get it to check it every three seconds, you know, one minute. And that, that helps you build your, you, you only have so much space and then I'll, i'm gonna try to do it over the weekend plug it into the computer and see what's happening now you know the power company has already got something strapped on the panel but i will tell you from experience if there's something wrong on the power company side they will not tell you and they do not care I've, they won't tell you but it might just magically go away <laughs> The problem will just go away and they'll say they didn't find anything because homeowners, I guess they've been bit before. Mm -hmm. sure. And this goes for Georgia too. When I was there, we'd have them. I mean, you remember that packaging on the roof for uh, the company here? They wanted to swap the whole 10 ton oh, unit. Oh, yeah, no. It was, it was literally melting breakers come to find out it was incoming power from the meter because i'm sitting up there like i got an amp clamp on this thing and it's not pulling any amps it's nowhere near it's about half of what it should be and the breaker is literally hot to the touch i said dude that's not the unit that's coming in from the other side um from the meter side the power company came out hooked something to it tested over the weekend so they didn't find anything and, the, and it just quit the problem went away so it is what it is the homeowner though this this lady for this package unit she's done she is we did the contractor did run the thermostat wire from the package unit through the window and just got the thermostat laying on the table and it ain't done it since. <laughs> I think that's pissing her off too. What in the hell? Well, because because there might be something I in the think, wall, yeah, whether it's yeah, high voltage. I mean, dude, it's it's bizarre. It is really bizarre. Of course, the factory guy says uh, we're not changing that packaging out just yet. So okay, of course we've changed the board, transformer, contactor. I, I don't know what it's not pulling high voltage right now or high amp draw on the red. I mean, 
we can't get it to do it while we're there, of course. I mean, well, of course not. You can never get it to do what you need to do when you're there. No. So I'm going to get this data logger. I've been needing to get one anyway. So what else you got? Fourth segment. You got story of the week. I know. Ooh, my screen just went. Black. I don't know. Okay. Is this is this a story that I know about? I don't know. I don't know what our story of the week is. I just threw that out oh. there, thinking one of us would at least have something worth a damn to talk about. But I feel like we uh, went through most everything I know to talk about. Well, the story of the week is it's only Tuesday and we're exhausted. That's true. <laughs> Man, my phone. I I was on my phone all day today. Jeez. It's so humid. Um, and I can't even remember half the calls. It's weird. Isn't it weird how you get like one week I'll get all 20 seer stuff. Yep. It's, and then one week will be all 14 seer heat pumps. But dude, it, I, I have my sales weeks are like that. I'll have a week and I mean it is it is heat pump week. And then I'll have a week where it's seventeen sear split gas week. I mean it, it's yep. weirdest thing ever. And then there's always the weirdest week of, of the year is when you sell like five downflow furnaces in one week and then you don't sell them again for another year. <laughs> and that <laughs> one always say. happens. That's the weirdest of them all. I, I've I've never seen one downflow furnace go out by itself they they're like i hate to say it but it's like deaths and families like they come in threes it's the weirdest crap i've ever seen yeah i don't hardly i don't ever get a call on a downflow there's just not enough out there i am gotta i do gotta get the training situation rolling i it looks like i don't know it looks like i'm gonna keep it at the branch multiple classes a couple times a day as needed um i don't think i'm gonna jump into these hotels right now i don't think we should jump back into them really everybody's still getting a little no i know well we've talked about that but um, i got a couple branches that i just can't train at i don't know what to do um, one of them's the biggest branch we got. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's a little bit busy in my branch these days. Yep, old yeah. Rydona's branch. We cannot get, we can't get enough help, or we'll get somebody for a week and then find out they're a flake and it's not gonna work. Or man it's crazy the people that want a job well i guess this has always been around but people that apply for a job and then they get there and they're late for the first week i mean who does that i mean i can't i mean my dad god i just can't i mean i ain't gonna raise my kids like that either i mean if you don't want to work don't go to work yeah i mean if you the headache is there's there's a few too late you gotta leave earlier yeah (laughs) like there's a few too many that uh have decided they don't want to work so they aren't going at all but right 
No, it's it, it's. Yeah, what does that pay? I mean, I don't know. Ask Sleepy Joe, but <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Uh, it's. I don't even know where he started with some of it. Just because I just, it, it is literally just as easy to do your job the right way as to not do it at all. It really right. is. It's the same thing with being. It's the nicest thing in the world to be a good person. It really is. Just don't well, be a dick. I mean, <laughs> that's right. You know. Well, so this branch, your branch in Charlotte, like there was a time years ago. I'm I'm assuming that morning time was a rush and then after lunch was a little rush but man it's it's all day now no it doesn't stop now it doesn't stop which is a good thing yeah it's a good thing Um, it's it's a lot of hard work's paying off but you know it's just i will say you know i remember when we first got when i was in the field and we got the company rolling i spent a lot of time in a supply house right when we got to a certain size, and when I say certain size, I mean like four or five of us total. Mm-hmm. And the boss was still trying to do the secretary work, that kind of thing. We were trying to stage jobs and get out of the supply house, man. Like, you know what I'm talking about. The Yeah. I'll see a guy in the morning getting, you know, two grand worth of materials, no equipment. I'll see him three more times go by my office and I'm like, what is he doing? Yep. Oh, I got to get two more collars. Oh, I need a, yeah, one of these copper fittings or I need, dude, that is not good. No. And it's like, really? You were here and you got all that stuff and you still forgot that. You, you got to stay, you got to stay out of the branch, man. You got to try to plan your jobs, keep stock. And it, of course it costs money. It's mm-hmm. funny that they don't know, they can't figure out why a supply house don't keep everything, but they don't keep it they either. Don't keep it either. You gotta, you gotta buy it. Yep. <laughs> and hope you use it. And that's I mean, the that's, thing, you know, we can't. That's what we do. If we stocked every single part that was available for what we sell, we couldn't fit it all in our warehouse. It, it, right. It would not go out there. It's impossible. And if you don't sell it, you bought it. Yeah. Like, and it's cost, it's costs. But yeah, like come in and buys one stick of PVC and three fittings. Like my, my boss used to send me to the, to the branches and get what I needed for that change out. And I'm like, this can't be, this can't be good. We can't, but we can't run like this. No, and we watch, we watch one crew that, well, two crews from one company, and that's what they do every single day. Every day. And half of what I they, need two three-quarter elbows. <laughs> and it's like, dude, there's probably two cases in the freaking graveyard of your freaking van out there. Oh. We still, I still am trying to get us. I got to get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start a weekly uh, roast on people's vans because <laughs> I'm going to start taking pictures. We won't throw any uh, names out there, but. uh. I'm sure Dennis is going to roast my car before this is over with. <laughs> Man, my my service van was Now, if you if you seen it Monday morning from Friday, 
it was probably a little scruffy because Friday I was slinging shit in the back door and going to the house. But Monday morning, the first thing I did was tidy up my van for the week. Everything had a place. I swept it out. And even when I did change outs, man, these guys back up, open their van, and like it looks like a supply house just threw up in there. It's terrible. I don't I, I don't know how you work through that. Yeah, I'm going to start getting some pictures. Like I said, I'm going to download Facebook just for you guys um, and get some pictures on there. I need to get some job site pictures on there too. I took a picture of uh, one guy's new truck the other day. Oh, hey, there's the picture of when the furnace broke that I was moving to the warehouse the other day. That was cool. <laughs> so, um, was it one day? I think it was Thursday last week. You know, we we talk about we've had, we just have been through people trying to find the right fit. And um, my branch manager was running deliveries because we were in between. Yep. We're in between a few drivers too. We've had temps. We've had other people. We've had helping us out. Uh, but anyway long story short we had an equipment truck show up two days early the only person in the store that even knew how to drive a fork was me <laughs> now luckily i worked two years as a counter person and a warehouse guy so i'm pretty pretty decent on the forklift but i it's i'm not the way i used to be where i drive one every day yeah i'm i'm gonna kill somebody on it so you know i'm, I'm unloading this thing the truck is it's like three gas packs and 80 freaking furnaces. And the way they the way they stack these dang furnaces in there, you know, you always hope that they uniformly put, you know, the same model numbers together when there's 10 or 15 of them. D they didn't. No. Um, <laughs> it was like, there's a 60 and a 60, and on top of it's a 70. Well, hell, I can't pick up the 70 on top because if I do, I'm going to put the fork through the roof of the trailer. So, you right. know, I've got to pick up the middle 60 and the 70, pick them both up, get them out the truck, set one down, pick this other one up, move it over here. Oh, and, they're packed in these trailers. I mean, and they're packed in there good. I mean, they're three high, three and four wide, like they ain't going nowhere. Um, no. But, you know, I've got I've got two furnaces taking them to the back of the, where, back of the warehouse where the furnaces go, and... You know, the bottom one is maybe two inches off the ground. And then, you know, it's got one sitting on top of it that just it's bouncing along for the ride. You know, don't take corner too hard. And I got from the truck <laughs> to the back of the warehouse and the 60,000 that I was was supporting the load, the band on the top of the box broke and it just it hit the floor and the one on top of it it went flying straight forward and like flipped and hit the floor. And I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I was you know? on the other side of the warehouse and I heard him cuss. <laughs> I was like, Oh, scratching Denzel. <laughs> I was so pissed. I haven't had a band And we're breakup. short on equipment yeah, and like, riding is yeah. launching them back there. Yes. I hadn't had a band <laughs> break on me in so long. God, but I remember. I mean, the whole concept of how they carry those around is, just uh, it blows my mind it, it does me too i mean i'll be honest like it 
it amazes me the amount of weight that cardboard can take if it's in the right shape. Look what I mean, just like that's anything right. still. Yeah. But then the bands holding them are just heavy duty plastic. They're not steel bands or anything like that. Nah, they're just yeah, that wedge just goes up behind it yeah. and just trucks it on around. I remember mm-hmm. when I worked in South Carolina our our basiloid the basiloid's that thing that holds the up into that sheave and picks it up like Dennis and I are talking about basiloid was broke and I mean this is a multi-billion dollar distributor that I first worked for they wouldn't buy a new basiloid so I would have to unload and Justin the other guy that worked with me down there we'd have to unload full trucks with a set of forks you know how long it takes to unload three stack furnaces with a set of freaking forks? Yeah, I wouldn't. I can't see that. And I mean, it, it was a nightmare pulling orders every day. Nightmare. It's like, you know how, like, the easiest way for us to pull orders, especially on units that were stacked like four or five high, we would violate OSHA's like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going Someone's up on the forks and you're going up. You know, three stories in the air, and you're gonna slide that unit onto the forks in front of you, and we're coming back to the ground. Right, <laughs> I've done that. Oh, we've I've done, done it. it. Yeah, we've done that. Both of us have. That's not good. That's when you find out how much trust you got in your fellow employee. Hey, will you lift me thirty feet in the air? Oh yeah, don't. they've lifted me up to work on the <laughs> unit here. Don't screw it up. <laughs> Do you have a safety harness? No. No. All right. Duck strap. (laughs) All right. So we got to save some for next week. Oh yeah. Good solid episode. Hey, don't forget national dog week. Oh wait, this probably won't get posted, but till then, but Hey, national dog or no day Thursday, the 26th national dog day. Make sure if you hadn't looked at them, go back and check out the, uh, Riker working. Got some good posts queued up for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Old Riker. I hadn't heard him snoring tonight. I'm surprised. No, He's hanging off the bed. No, it's because his nose is now buried in the blanket. Yeah, that snore. Usually I can hear him. Caden is too. They're both they're both done. Riding's mic, I could hear a mosquito fart outside. <laughs> That thing is sensitive. <laughs> oh, Corey just popped in. He's home from. Jeez. How did you get? Eleven. Did you get to see anything? Did you get to listen to anything? Yeah, yeah. He got out there. So yeah, I snuck over there and watched my son. He's in the band, nice. playing quads, and uh, they're getting their show ready for competition. So, man, those quads. Him marching around with those. Those look. They're pretty cumbersome, man. Jeez. Swinging them around. We'll have to throw. So, there's no snares in the show. So, they've got a little 8-inch snare mounted in there in the middle of their quads. I'll have to send you a picture of that. It's kind of neat. I'm curious to see how high-pitched that dang little piccolo is. He said they're still cranking it. It didn't sound too high tonight. He said, man, it's not high enough because a marching snare nowadays is 
the head is carbon fiber, so it literally sounds like plastic. It I sounds mean, like plastic, it, or it sounds like a plastic machine gun is what it sounds like. Yeah, so recreating that with a little small snare is going to be tough, but but anyway, all right, well, we'll sign off here and save some for next week. Good night, everybody. Y'all go out there and make some money. <laughs>